So on the show today, I speak to Melanie Koshot from BlueDiamondCoach.com. Uh, I find it really interesting because like me, she used to be an accountant and, and it wasn't really satisfying her. So she was looking for ways out of, uh, out of that career and then she discovered coaching. So uh, it's a very interesting talk. We talk about her story, her services and uh, how she markets herself. And I also uh, discovered something. I learned about this new software. She talks about that she um, uses to analyse all the data from LinkedIn and uh, also how to use hashtags and I and I actually learned a lot from her during this show and I'm going to actually after the show after I stopped talking to her the first thing I did was to buy this uh, software and start using it and uh, see how my LinkedIn posts were doing and I'm sure that my uh, engagement is going to go up as a result which is uh, great anyway uh, without further ado let's go on with the show hi hi how are you hi. I'm good thank you how are you that's, uh, I'm very good, thank you. So, um, welcome to my show. So, um, so the idea behind the show is that I have uh, guests on and then they talk about, well, three different things really. One is the story, how they got to be where they are, um, uh, where you are now, and also uh, what products or services you offer. And then we just sort of start to look at uh, your 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 internet sites social media sites and and just start a discussion about marketing <laughs> so um so would you like to sort of give you give your story how, how you got to be where you are now yeah um so i'm melanie koshaw and my business is blue diamond and i'm a career coach and interestingly um i haven't always been a career coach um i was an accountant for 22 oh, years. i was an accountant too yeah <laughs> <laughs> we get everywhere don't we I know yeah. um, and although I, I really enjoyed that for you know for a good number of years um about four years ago I suddenly got that is this it kind of question in my head um and actually it was prompted when I was headhunted by somebody else so that was you know to kind of long story short I didn't get that job but it, it just kind of shook up everything and made me question whether I was happy and up until that point I thought I was happy and I was really just content and that just wasn't good enough anymore mm. um, I'm so passionate about so many things in life and I just I'd, I'd kind of lost my passion in my work and I hadn't realized it mm. so I did quite a bit of soul searching um, I actually became a coach during that time and I was doing a lot of internal coaching where I was working so I was a financial controller and um, I spent a lot of my time and my energy kind of developing myself, my team and coaching my team and then the wider organization. And I was loving that so much. I thought, actually, I would quite like to be doing more of this. Mm. So I set up my own business, Blue Diamond, uh, a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, I was still working full time at that point. So I was juggling working with my clients, building up my business and um, you know, performing that full time job as well. And then I eventually um, took the plunge and left my nice, comfortable accountancy job at the end of last July, had a lovely summer off with my kids. And then from September, I've been working full time in my business. Okay. And people ask me a lot about, well, why the change from accountancy into or financial services as well into um, being a coach. And for me, um, I'm, I was approximately halfway through my working life. 
mm. I'd have had a successful and fulfilling first half of my career. Mm. And actually, this is just about the next chapter. Mm. So yeah, I could have left it. I could have sat there. I could have actually put up with it. Yeah. But it's about me then writing my next chapter and then helping other people to do the same. Yeah, I mean, in, in many ways, your story parallels mine uh, because uh, I was an accountant for about 20 years. And it was, um, you know, the parts I enjoyed. But I think, and I think over, over that 20 years, I think I, 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 I grew as a person, I developed as a person and I became a lot more interested in communicating with people and helping people. And then that really, um, I, I realized that was what was sort of really satisfying. And well, when you're an accountant, you're just sort of in your own little department. And, and also, there's, you're not often, you're not really um, influential in the business side of things. You're just sort of producing accounts and controlling other people who are doing their little bit in the sort of, in their little cogwheel in the vast sort of uh, scheme of things. So, uh, you know, those people are needed. But uh, I realized that, yeah, my passion was to sort of, help people I suppose and I started to look after other careers actually like I looked at social work and teaching but mm -hmm. I realized it would just involve a sort of massive drop in salary to do that so I actually ended up um, starting a sort of web design business and then starting into internet marketing and, and stuff like that which okay. although I mean you're sort of you are I'm, I'm, I'm not helping people as directly as being a coach but I am you know having a client for example and then finding out what they want and trying to, you know, help create that for them. So yeah. you need to have a lot of those elements in it. Yeah. Having that positive impact. On yeah. People. And I do find life so much more satisfying now. It's, yeah. it's not, <laughs> I think it's when I had my job, it was, yeah, I never looked forward to it. I always thought, oh, it's Monday morning. And then I realized that my whole life was something I didn't really like. It just takes up so much of your life. If you have a job, it's so important. To, mm. to find something that you you enjoy that you're passionate about and that's much more important actually than than um making as much money as possible yeah mm. i've got to ask you how do you get <laughs> unless you've got the blue diamond appearing on your shoulder is that actually written on your backdrop or something? no that's um through ecamm live oh you use ecamm live yeah yeah. So although we're both on Zoom, I've also got Ecamm Live on, which is my um, which is my branding. Yeah. Oh, so you have Ecamm Live on and Zoom. Yeah. Uh, so you're filming it through Ecamm Live and then that sends it to Zoom. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's Ecamm Live comes through as one of my camera options on Zoom. So I just make sure I've selected that and that's right. Shows my logo. Very, uh, very cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, it's really weird because I've heard about Ecamm Live for the first time yesterday. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know if you heard of Russell Brunson. No. Uh, he's got a podcast. He he developed software called um, ClickFunnels, and no. he's got a podcast, Marketing Secrets. And I was listening to that on my bike ride yesterday, and he said he 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 that's how he creates his info products. He uses Ecamm Live, so he said it's really amazing software. I thought, oh, that's great. And then I sort of Googled it and I found it, it's only for Mac because mm. I've got a PC. So. Yeah, there's um, an equivalent called OBS. OBS, yes. Um, I did see, I have seen that mentioned when I was searching yesterday, but I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's normally, it's normally for streaming and things, but yeah, I just have it on in the background just because of the branding and, and some of yeah. the other labels that I can put up. 
That's right. Yes. Well, I actually, yeah, because we had no idea how you would do that other than um, actually paint it on yeah. <laughs> or your wall or something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's great. So that's how you, that's your sort of journey, how you got to be a, a coach. And you did, did you do sort of training, uh, coach yeah. training? Yeah, so I embarked on a number of different um, training courses. So I guess with my professional backgrounds as an accountant, qualifications and training and yeah. learning is something that's very important to me. Right. Um, so there are coaches that are not qualified. Um, yes. And there is also, you know, lots of different types of qualifications you can yes. get. Um, I am a qualified coach. I have a diploma in coaching, um, but I've also... Um, got one in uh, corporate and executive coaching which encompasses the career coaching elements of what I do I'm an NLP practitioner and a small business coach um, as well so okay. I've got all of those different um, qualifications and all of the different tools and techniques that come with them so okay. I kind of I actually weave all of those into all, all of my coaching depending on the needs of the clients okay sounds interesting now you mentioned small business coach I don't think I've heard of that before what, what, what's, what's that so small businesses you know entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or just small businesses before right. they've um i guess grown into something more um substantial um okay. i can i can coach those those business owners and, th and then that's a special training and qualification yeah 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 okay. yeah okay yeah sounds very interesting so um so let's have a look so i'll just share my screen and uh we'll have a look at your uh, your internet presence. Um, there we go. So wait a second, it's a bit sluggish. Uh, so th that's your so that's your LinkedIn uh, page where where we actually met. Uh, this is your website, Blue Diamond, um, and the name I think. Uh, well, I have seen hotels called Blue Diamond. Is, is this a, a special type of diamond? Because diamonds are clear, aren't they? Yes, well, they are clear, but you can get Blue Diamonds and they're a oh. particularly kind of rare and valuable kind of diamonds. Yeah. Um, I just, I love the colour blue. Yes. I won't lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, so in your branding. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, liked the name. I like the concept of, of having something blue and striking and, and useful. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, um, oh, I see. And you had obviously bluediamond.com was already gone. So you got bluediamondcoach.com. Yeah. It's a pretty good way of, uh, yeah. of doing it, really. Um, and then I clicked on some of these, like, let's work together. And then that goes to a page, uh, which is uh, goes to your career coach page. And, and then again, it's got let's work together. And then that goes to get in touch. And then you ask people to book a slot directly on a calendar uh, or to email you, phone you. Uh, and then you just mention you can provide services uh, any, anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's great. And also, in addition to that, you do um, these workshops. Yeah. Which are. Uh, do a whole load of them and you can book uh, one for £20, which is like a two hour session. Or you can book their reductions if you if you book in in bulk yeah yeah okay and these workshops they're in different areas assertiveness confidence dealing with overwhelm etc do something different yeah okay and then you've also uh so that's your website and then you've got these three 
icons. We already looked at LinkedIn. Uh, so you've got Facebook. And you've got a group as well with 121 members. Yeah. Okay, so what happens in your group that doesn't happen on your main web page? Um, well, probably not that different at this point in time. Um, mm. Now, sometimes I put some different questions in there where I'm, you know, pondering over doing something or giving somebody, um, you know, saying that I'm going to be launching something and it, it gives them a bit more of um, a head start in terms of getting in on something. But I, I guess I'm not using it in the traditional kind of community group um, no. way. Um, not yet. Now, people that I invite to the group are people that I've worked with personally. So either they've been clients of mine, you know, one-to-one -one coaching clients, or they've come to my workshops um, rather than, so I guess it's more exclusive in that way um, compared to the page where anybody can kind of like and follow that one. That's great then. So, uh, so all these people have, have worked with you in, in yeah. some way before. Yeah. So, because um, I'm just looking into uh, doing Facebook Lives. That's one thing I'm going to start. This was my next thing I'm going to do, I think, for, for me, yeah. enhance my brand. And I know that with Facebook Lives, you can either do it to your private profile, you can do it to your business page, or you can do it to a group you're in. So, yeah. uh, and that'd be, I think, one of the motivations for me to, to, to build a group. So I can just start streaming into a group and i know that everyone is there because i've invited them and you know they're all people who you know want to find out more from me and so on yeah and so the obs tool would be useful for you to do that because yes. then you can stream with your branding and, and things into that okay yes yeah i definitely look into that yeah uh so on your um these posts uh you uh mentioned about proactive and reactive yeah very true uh what's the one thing i can do right now so it's like little snippets of uh yeah little little questions and then little teachings i suppose yeah and then the call to action at the end yeah, yeah. and then um <laughs> meme little type images uh it really stuck as you feel and then and then you have these interviews like yeah. yes now and the split screen how do you do that? No, that was just a photo, presumably, but that's something you did so that's, for Ecamm Live. That's a photo, it? but that's what I do for Ecamm Live. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've done most of my interviews through Skype because then Ecamm allows you to set up the, the split screen and everything ahead of Yes. Me. Although, of course, you can do that in Zoom as well with Gallery View. I think you're breaking up. Or you're looking at the screen I, at the moment. Well, we were looking at the shared screen, but um, sometimes I've done it so that we're looking at the screen like that, and actually the video comes out like it's just on the speaker. So it's um, yeah, I, my my success has been better with Skype and Ecamm versus just okay. using, uh, just Zoom. That's interesting. And have you ever done any Facebook Lives? Yeah, yeah, I do quite a lot. Um, oh, really? I say I do quite a lot. I've not done any for a while, but no. um, yeah, typically I, I either do them on my personal page or I do them on my Blue Diamond page. I've not done so many in my group, I must admit, um, but maybe that's an idea for those people that I have worked with, so giving them that specific. So if message. I scroll down, will I find? Yeah, if you go into videos, so if, on the left-hand side, if you look in videos, you should see a number of different lives that I've done. Oh, these are your lives? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
and uh, I mean, but you obviously don't find them particularly useful if you haven't, or do you? Mm, I don't find them. I mean, I I do them to get some kind of presence out there. I mean, yeah. truth be told, Facebook really isn't my platform. Um, oh. What's so, your platform? LinkedIn. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you you used to just sort of message people. Yeah, I use. I mean, I use link. I use Facebook just to um, have a presence. Yes. On there, um, I have tried some ads. Um, I've tried different things on Facebook. My success rate has not been very good. I must admit. No. LinkedIn, however, you know, I've got uh, five thousand connections. I post on there daily. I get <clears throat> between a thousand and two thousand views of each post that I do. Wow. Um, I get a lot of engagement. I get people contacting me, um, you know, just out of the blue on there. So LinkedIn, because of what I do in terms of career coaching, it seems to be where people can find me better. Yes. I like that post. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I find LinkedIn really good as well. Uh, I've got 15,000 connections and once, once you have a lot of connections, it just becomes, um, yeah, very, very powerful, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so in this, in this sort of B2B world that we're in. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but, I, okay, just, shall I show you, and we've also got an Instagram thing, which uh, I suppose I have, you're not, not really have, very active on. But yeah, no, so I, um, I launched something at the beginning of the lockdown, which was my Finding Nemo campaign, which right. partly for me, but partly yeah. to inspire others as well. And so every day between, I guess, what, the 12th, 13th of um, March and the end of May, I posted things that I, I was finding Nemo every day. So yeah. something normal, something extraordinary, something for others, something for myself. Um, and. Um, and it was good because it kind of kept me going, kept me yeah. focused. And I just thought, actually, it's an opportunity to to kickstart on Instagram, which yes. is a platform that I really haven't used yeah. before. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. Um, yeah. But I, I must admit, I don't really know what I'm doing on Instagram. And I didn't find it particularly fun or fulfilling or, yeah. <laughs> or anything. So, um, you know, it's not to say that I'm done with Instagram, but, you know, my focus really is LinkedIn sure. No, I think Instagram is amazing for certain markets, uh, but uh, yeah, for what we're doing, I don't think it's, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's a lot of extra work because it's a different format from the others. You can't just post a video and stuff yeah. like that. So you have to think of a different way and it just takes up so much time to really, yeah. Um, I, I, if you're doing all the other stuff as well. So uh, I had a similar experience to you. I sort of start, I've got an account and I started posting stuff, but I don't really bother with it. Mm -hmm. uh, anymore because it's like the 80 20 rule you focus on what brings you the most um things yeah. so um so i just wanted to um show you a bit what, what, what i'm doing as well it might give you some uh, ideas um so this is do you know about facebook audiences yeah so custom audiences yeah. so you know about sort of retargeting uh you can retarget an audience so yeah. based on their activities so um for example, I've got 1,200 people uh, who've watched 95% or more of at least one of my videos. Okay. And I've got 2,500 who watched 50%, 4,000 
4,200 watts, 25%. And then through plays, which is uh, when they've watched 15 seconds, I've got, actually got 17,000 oh, wow. uh, people who've watched that. So. <coughs> and uh, and, it's, it, and it, 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 it's very easy to set up. You just go into your, this is Facebook.com, create audience, custom audience, and then you can um, select from there. You can select which videos uh, you want. So this is all videos, but if there was a certain video in a certain subject, I could just retarget those people. So mm -hmm. I think this is what makes Facebook amazing when you start to build up these audiences and then you can retarget. And I know when I'm going to start doing um, Facebook lives, I'm going to do them as a Facebook event. And then I'm going to promote that event to people in my 95% video views market. So they're already mm. quite engaged. And uh, you know, this is, this is uh, a real, this is, I, I consider this as like a business asset having this yeah. you know, equivalent to an email list. And in yeah. fact, probably more, I think it's more useful than an email list because if someone sign up for your, e to your email just to get, you know, a blueprint or something, and then um, we get bombarded with so many emails, we, we just, it's information overload, but these people like my videos. So they like hearing me talk. So they're exactly the sort of person that's more likely to, uh, you know, become a client or um, mm -hmm. buy my stuff. So, and th so the way I, I got those was to um, uh, social media. So that's my website. So this is my um, Facebook page. So I just did loads of, I went to my kitchen <laughs> basically, and I uh, filmed lots of five minute videos on my, um, on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. And then I, um, and then I did subtitles. Uh, I, I used Camtasia to edit out the bits at the beginning and the end and so on. Mm -hmm. And then I, um, and then I boosted them. And like a lot of these, I spent uh, say 10 pounds each on boosting. Mm -hmm. uh, this one I, boosted with a hundred pounds just as an experiment but then I did get 26,000 views on yeah. that and 85 likes uh, which yeah. is and then the, I think this the, the, these videos the main things that help me uh, create my audience yeah and um, and you can see this is an example of an advertising campaign I did and you can see that when I uh, I split test four different audiences and when I, I uh, send the ads to the 95% video views audience, the cost per click is 17 pence compared with 32 pence, you know, for people who've watched 50%. So yeah. it's basically halved my cost uh, of advertising. So yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's really fascinating once, once you start doing uh, this um, uh, thing. And so also what I do is, uh, so I've got two campaigns going all the time. Yeah. One is, um, well, I well when I do my videos, I I, I like I, I did a whole lot just to a cold audience. People, for example, like Tony Robbins or uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, so, uh, so, 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 but have no contact with me. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, th and then after that, I retarget through plays. So, for instance, I spent sixty-eight pounds retargeting people who've watched fifteen seconds, and yeah. hopefully some of them will go on to then watch 95% and then they reach this audience and then this is going on every day where, you know, so I just um, show them I've got um, 
all my videos there and mm -hmm. I just uh, just showed them my, my videos. So that's basically what I do. And it's just a way of um, yeah, building up the audience and then I can retarget those with, uh, with other things. Uh, because I think Facebook is a pay to play thing. I think if you just do a Facebook post, it doesn't get seen very much. So I think you do have to boost it as well. Yeah. Uh, but I think, um, I think it's got vast scope to reach people. I mean, obviously if you're doing really well on LinkedIn anyway, you might not need to do Facebook as well, but mm -hmm. it, it, uh, but what I like about, um, my strategy is that, how did I get, okay. So I was just wondering why my website wasn't there. So, um, if you do one video, you can repurpose it and post it on multiple platforms like, you know, Facebook. Uh, so I do mine to Facebook, um, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, blog. Uh, some of them uh, I strip out of the audio and put on my podcast and so on. So that's already five different places I use the same content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So um, is there is there anything else I think uh, to say before we I we, we sort of close down this uh, this discussion? Um, I don't know. Questions <laughs> for me. So I mean, I've I've recently started a YouTube channel. Oh, have you? Well. Oh yeah. no, you haven't. You don't link to that on your. No, book. I know. And actually, um, I've just written a, a an email this morning to the guy that um works on my website for me, asking how to integrate that as well, really. So okay. I do have a few links on my website with some of the leadership um, interviews that I've done, linking to my um, my stuff. But yeah, I've um, this was, I guess, a bit of a hobby that I've started up during the, um, the lockdown. And um, there you go. thank you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, learning experimenting and actually it's 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 great because it's been building up my confidence getting in front of the camera yes um, playing around yeah. with some of the topics you know these are some of the topics that it I is know. interesting what you say about confidence because i think that just stopped so many people and it stopped me for so many years yeah and i remember the first videos i used to do i was really rubbish at and i used to uh basically i used to memorize i used to have have this thing in, in front of the like bit of paper with it written down <laughs> underneath my camera, and I tried to sort of read that out. Uh, was one way of doing it. The other way was trying to memorise it. So I'd memorise like two sentences, and then do that, and then memorise the next two sentences. So yeah. I started to do like that, and then I realised really you just have to speak off the cuff. And I, I went to Toastmasters actually, which really helped me with okay. uh, confidence yeah. public speaking. Because yeah. I, I used to be, uh, yeah, I used to be rubbish at anything like that. I used to always try and avoid it if I could. And I think that holds, pe really holds people back. Absolutely. So it's really important for people to find their voice. And the only real way of doing it is, is to just do it. Just and, doing and, it, watching uh, yeah. yourself back, being yeah. kind of quite objective when you're watching uh, yourself back. And yeah, um, yeah this always scope for improvement but i guess yeah pressing the button you know going through <laughs> get it wrong start again don't stop you know just keep going and you can always edit stuff afterwards so. 
Yeah, and also I really, I, I really like this format of just having a conversation with someone because uh, yeah. it's just, it's just, you know, it's great. We've been talking for half an hour and I haven't prepared anything. It's just like having a conversation. It's just so, so easy. And now we've got half an hour of content and also, yeah. um, you know, I've learned some things about Ecamm Live and, uh, you know, I'm sure anyone watching this has sort of got a few ideas as well. So, yeah. and it's quite, and it's also much more, it's, it's sort of much more energetic. You know, if I talked for half an hour, <laughs> I think I'd probably run out of steam a bit by the end of it, but it's all quite energizing to sort of have yeah. someone to talk to as well. So, and that's why I also want to get into um, just talking to groups of people as well, which is yeah. why I want to start doing the Facebook lives and maybe, you know, then doing bigger Zoom groups and stuff like that. Yeah. So you said, you know, obviously you spend a lot of time kind of looking at the Facebook um, ad manager and creating yes. the audience and, and all that. What analysis do you do in terms of LinkedIn? So you've got 11,000 contacts. I've seen that you're in Sales Navigator. Do yes. you use you know, any particular reports in there or any other tools? Because I've discovered something myself recently and it's, it's great. I'm happy to share that with you. Share, well, share that with me. Go on. So it's called um, Shield Analytics. If you want to share your screen with me, I can, oh, let me share my screen. That's probably, that's what I mean. Oh, so I stopped my. Yeah. Yes, go on. Yeah, go now, on. I will need to go and put this onto Chrome because it doesn't work on Explorer. So, two seconds. So, this is just something I discovered literally about three weeks ago. Okay. I see somebody put a post on it on LinkedIn. Okay. And. Um, And it's basically an analytical tool, um, which allows you to um, basically just pluck all of your plucks all of your data real time, and it allows you to see how your posts are doing. So, right, I'll share my screen now because I'm. Yeah. Oh, it says host disabled. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe if I make you a co-host or a host, doesn't it? Oh, I'll make you a co-host. Does that work now? Yeah. Okay, great. You see my yeah, screen? Your, screen yeah. your workspaces. Okay, so I have this set up. Um, just as a single user um, for people that manage other people's accounts as well, you can, you can have that. Um, so this then goes into my, my LinkedIn account live. I can look over the last week, the last month, whatever. Let's look at the last four weeks, I guess. Yeah. And that's a comparative. Um, so there's a few different things. There's reports and then there's content overview. So yeah. the report is more like a dashboard. Um, it shows you, so because I've put in four weeks here, it's taking the last four weeks and then the four weeks um, prior to that as a comparative yes. point. So I can see that, you know, the, the posts that I've had, so I've 
I've done 19 posts versus 21 over the same period, probably just how the weekends feel or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. I've had 35,000 views versus 30,000 views. So actually the amount of views has gone up. Yeah. So who knows at this point, is that something I've done or is that something to do with the LinkedIn algorithms? Um, a number of comments has gone up. So 45%, which is awesome. Um, engagement rate, fairly similar, um, but, but pretty good. Um, likes, shares, etc. Um, so what's good is then it's got a little graph here. I can then focus on, okay, so what was this post here? I can actually go into that post from here. That is very it. useful, isn't it? Because I, I, I don't, I've done so many posts now on LinkedIn and I, I know that some do quite well, but it's only the only way of finding it out is yeah. to keep on looking at my posts and seeing yeah. Look at the numbers, and then it's just yeah. so full up with all my posts. It's hard to keep yeah. track. So this is very useful. So this is still on the content overview page, but it's yes. down into the detail. Um, yes. I know which post it is. It's actually a video that I put in there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got a number of different likes, um, and then I can actually just go straight in and see it on LinkedIn. So if I yes. press this, it opens another tab. Oh yeah, it's that one there. And oh okay. yeah, it's the first one that I did of that series. Okay, mm. that's useful. Um, it can also show you your time scale. So when did people start kind of looking at it? Right. So your, um, your Facebook timings as well. Now, well. Why are there four different, go back to that graph. Why, why, why are there four different lines there? Um, the views, likes, comments and shares. Oh, okay. And what's this one? Now, why did that one suddenly, why did they go up at the beginning and then that, that so one. I think typically yeah. it's that, that going up at the beginning, but this is just some people that had happened to share my posts. So I don't know, that could have been just, I mean, it's weird because it was like a couple of days later, wasn't it? Maybe yeah. it's, yeah, maybe it's just somebody had cottoned onto the series that I've done. It could have been actually, that's when I posted my blog on it. So more people, I don't know. I don't know, but that's a good question. Yes. Okay. Um, so the other the other view here then is the content. Uh, what's this one called? Content overview. Yeah. Um, so again, you can pick a time scale. So you know, let's or let's pick the same time scale, or let let's pick since year to date because that's quite interesting. Yes. So what it then grabs is all of my content year to date in this table, mm. and then I can sort it by the number of views. So that's least to most. So my most viewed posts back on the 5th of February, I know it's got a photo. Yeah. I know I've got three hashtags. You know, oh, these nice. are the hashtags I've got. Um, you know, in terms of the graph, yeah. And, you know, so I've got all of this data literally at my fingertips. Does so it if I want you to just say... Is is there any way of finding out how much traffic comes from the hashtags? I'm not sure. I'm not Cause, sure. Because I never know whether to bother with the hashtags or not, because I don't know yeah. how many people are searching for hashtags on. Yeah, I, I don't know. No. Um, but you can probably rummage around in here. There might be other reports you can. I so suppose one way of doing it, you could publish it without hashtags, and then you could yeah. add hashtags after like a couple of days and know to see if it gives you a boost. Yeah. 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 Um, so I've heard that three hashtags are the right number. Um, okay. I know which ones I like because they've got lots of people following them. 
so that works for me ah does that is that so when you do a linkedin post is that does it tell you how many people how do you find out how many people are following each hashtag okay so let me stop sharing this It's great to talk to another ex-accountant because we're all <laughs> into like numbers and data. Yeah. <sighs> so how to find them? I mean, you, you have to do a bit of homework. So for example, okay. um, careers. That's one of the ones I use. Obviously, I'm a career coach. Wow. Because um, I would have thought that would be too competitive. But, uh, so it's, it's different. So this isn't like Instagram. So actually, uh, these are people following it, not yeah. people that are necessarily using the hashtag. And with LinkedIn, there's a lot more people reviewing and consuming information rather than providing it, creating it. Yes. So, um, you know, this, this one here is a good one. Obviously, I know, can't see. Oh, you can't see it. Sorry. Okay, so how did you get into that? So I literally just typed it in up here. So, so it's just Sean Never. So if there's a hashtag you're thinking of using, you just type yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now, so this one, this one is careers I did, which was 22 million. If I do wow. career, career, oh, 4,400, uh, sorry, 446,000. Okay, well, that's pretty good, but it's not 22 million. Yeah. I'll go with careers for 22 million. So, um, and it's just, you know, these are the number of followers. So if, if you're happy, happen to be following that, so I'm following this, so I'm going to get those kind of things in my post. So 22 million people have seen, have gone to a page where it says hashtag careers and they've clicked the yeah. follow button. Really? Yeah. I had no idea people did stuff like that on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, and so there's no actual page with tags, or is there a, a page with lots of different tags you can choose from? We can browse tags. You literally just have to type them in like that, do you? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that I put this in here, yeah, all of these ones below will have that hashtag career. Yeah. Um, or careers, whichever one. Careers, twenty-two million. So yeah, you'll probably see some of mine in here at some point. Um, and I guess, I don't know if these are the trending ones or if these are just the last ones or, or whatever, but yeah, I, you know, I get the notification that sometimes I'm trending in these things. So, um, but yeah. Oh really? You get the notifications from who? LinkedIn? From LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's it. I mean, LinkedIn definitely is, um, is how I, how I work. So, yeah. That sounds great. And also, presumably, because um, you've already got uh, a large following on LinkedIn, um, that means that that in, con in combination with a hashtag strategy, it just gives it a real boost. It makes yeah. having, doing both together yeah. gives you a lot more than if you just followed one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you didn't have any following and you tried the hashtag strategy, you wouldn't really do very well because you'd still be quite low down. But yeah yeah i think i think yeah. if, you know, if you're in groups and you've got um yeah i guess I, I don't know if it works that if you use the hashtag and it's not one that you're following it doesn't work i, I don't know so it could um, be one of the things in its algorithm we just yeah know how it works but all you really can find out from that is the number of people following the hashtag yeah go and find out 
how much content is produced because I like to, you know, normally with stuff that I like to divide one by the other to get, you know, maximum demand with minimum supply. Yeah. But uh, you can't uh, do uh, that. I don't, don't mind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in terms of getting reports out of LinkedIn, I think yeah. it's quite difficult, which is why things like Shield have sprung yeah. um, up. But yeah, That's as an analytical good. tool for, a, you know, uh, a prior analytical person yeah. is really useful. That's yeah. brilliant. No, I think it is really useful. And also helping, having, because, you know, I do similar things on, well, on, on Facebook, I think it's, it's so great to be data-driven, mm -hmm. to know, to find out what people are interested in. And I could do that on Facebook, but uh, I think, uh, seeing as I do have so many followers on LinkedIn, I think I definitely ought to spend some time um, doing the same thing on on LinkedIn and, 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 and giving, you know, producing more content that pe people like and they consume. Yeah. It's the same yeah. And then that could lead to, to much more engagement. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And how did you build up your um, 15,000 connections? That's, I <laughs> just mean, invited, uh, just, um, yeah. well, just asking lots of people to be my friend, yeah. uh, to connect yeah. with people and uh, especially, um, I found out that people uh, are more likely to say yes if they're in the UK. I just start to break, try and break into the American market, but yeah. um, I got more, you know, people more likely if they're in the UK and also if they're in my tier two mm -hmm. network. And also I try and do people who are um, owners of businesses, mm -hmm. uh, CEOs uh, and so on, or, or marketing directors. Uh, they're mm -hmm. the people I am. Um, I connect with, I just, yes, ask, ask to connect with them. And, and my first initial connection request is, is there's no spammy sort of call to action. You know, it's just, you know, would you like to be my friend sort of thing. Uh, as probably if you look, you can see what message I sent you. But um, yeah, and then just get, can continue, just keep on, keep on doing, doing that. Uh, and then, then, and then at some point I might send a, 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 a follow up, you know, if like, you know, inviting you to be on this show, I think was, mm -hmm. uh, was a follow-up message I sent you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. Well, it's been great, um, great talking to you, and I've certainly learnt a lot. And uh, you know, hopefully, at some point in the future, we'll, uh, you know, you can have a come on show and, and you'll say, "Oh, I've discovered all, all these sort of new, amazing things, and my business has grown." You know, this level yeah. on be really sort of interesting to have you back. Uh, at that oh, point. cool. That's great. That's been great chatting to you. So I Thank hope you enjoy uh, the rest of your day and week, yeah. etc. Thank right you. Then. You too. All See right. You take care. Bye. Bye.